This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is September 30th, 2018. Before we get started, shout out to Luke. Happy birthday, brother. Luke. And this is another rapid reaction. And so this is, everybody know the Falcons just lost to the Bengals. But before we get to that game, I was out of town on vacation and I missed the New Orleans game. So we got a full cast in the building. We got Calhoun. Hold Cause you say that like he was yeah, in goddamn Florida. Or Africa. Yeah, how was Africa, motherfucker? Went to the motherland <laughs> and brought a white edition. That's big time. You ain't bring to the beach. You brought the beach to the bitch. <laughs> Why are you crazy? <laughs> Africa was beautiful, man. Um, Johannesburg was cool, kind of solemn. Cape Town was beautiful. That's probably one of the most. That's the most beautiful place I've ever been to in my life. So much so that, you know, women normally be like, oh, I don't see why you like that place. She wants a place over in Cape Town. So, like, for, like you said, a white American to love a place so much where they want to go there, show you how beautiful it was. So, um, we went to Africa, had a great time, and that leads to what we were talking about. The Falcons played the Saints. I didn't see any other game. I just saw, this, you know, the box score and wondered how the Falcons lost a game where Matt Ryan had five touchdowns. So, I got Calhoun, Bebe, Piehead, and we're going to Go through this real quick because we want to spend the rest of the time talking about Cincinnati. But real quick, I start with Bebe. Tell me what happened. Why the Falcons? Make, why did Why did the Falcons lose to the Saints? I think playing conservative, man. We have a bad problem with playing conservative, and uh, I think the main reason Philly won the championship because they don't play conservative. They keep their foot on the gas, and we had a minute and forty five left at halftime. Well, we could have went down and tried to get some points. And we just ran the ball three times, punt, and Drew Brees go down and get a field goal and take the lead ahead. That was a big part in the game. I agree with you. I think the Falcons have so much. They have so many weapons, but they don't use it. Like you said, putting your foot on the gas. That's what gave Doug Peterson his reputation yeah. for winning that Super Bowl yeah. against Belichick. He didn't let up. And me and you, baby, we both like college. And one of the things about college, you like Ohio State, I like Georgia. They're going to put their foot up your ass. They, if, they, if they can score 100, they're going to score 100. Ain't no sportsmanship here. You know, and you can't babysit grown men. Calhoun? A whole lot of what the fuck? I can't believe this shit. <laughs> we talking about New Orleans now. Right. First off, that puss-ass, whole-ass, suck-ass, no-ball-having-ass Dan Quinn with that puss-ass, suck-ass, whole-ass, no-ball-having-ass owner but that puss ass, suck ass, hoe ass, no ball having ass, offensive coordinator. <laughs> it's a minute. I, he said 45, I said minute 36. You got two timeouts. First play, run play. Second play, they huddle up, run play. Yeah. Third play, incompletion. They kick the ball out of Drew Brees. It's Cracker has a little over 40 seconds left. What do they do? Nearly go to halftime? No. Not with Sean Payton and Drew Brees, who got all the balls a player needs. I'm trying to tell you. They, they go down and get a field goal. 
And now the score was 14-13, now 16-13. What the Falcon do? You end up having to go into overtime, and they lose by six in overtime. Why? Because they don't have no good defense. Now, that being said, you have two set your starting – no, the, the, Rico was still there. So Rico was still playing, but Keanu Neal was out. No, Rico and they were still doing that alternating KZ Richardson did. And I don't know why you alternate with KZ with Richards, because Richard really is and really does play like a dick. Hey, hey! Let's say the KZ talk. I got, I got something I want to say about him, and when we talk about the Seattle game, so well, hold with you got D. I'm still going. So that being said, that's how we end up losing bad fucking coaching and game management, which is ideal for Dan Quinn. Once again, if we have Mike Smith here, some of these decisions would not be made. Some of these losses would be wins. Pie, and I'm a pension on the pie. <laughs> But basically, with 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 uh, Baby and uh, Calhoun said sum it up. You we we at the half. It was a critical moment, and we played conservative. One thing I will say, me and Calhoun, we watched that game all uh, together and everything. Sarkeesia actually has other players in his arsenal side to counter the goddamn tall sweep. Yes, he do. So, so now he don't kind of like it. Seems like he getting a grasp, but he can't run that that college offense now. And he's starting trying to, you know, open the field up more, which is a good thing because that offense is doing good. We we knew that the defense is going to be a big problem. We, we got key guys out, and it really showing. We can't keep doing shootouts every week. We did a shootout last week, did a shootout this week. We lost both of them. We can't do that. We can't stop nobody. We can put the points up. We just can't stop nobody. And that goddamn true fun got to be the biggest piece of trash that we gave a contract to. <laughs> <laughs> the Pro Bowl? I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I already told you about that shit. Dad. I agree. Told you. And I and I and I, and I also put a little you're right, more. Because you know I advocated for him. Hold on, I hold said, on. I said, we need to pay him. This and that. You right. You like this? Is, this is Darren there too. I told y'all niggas about two niggas in Atlanta sport. True front and Kent Baymore. And I ain't why I went wrong about neither. No, Can't be. It's more easy to call. But go ahead. Hold on, baby. What you were saying? And, and that's a, that's another reason I say coaching. Like coaching wild, like if you if you're trying to win now, we lose our best two safeties, and we ain't we ain't trying to make no type of moves. You're gonna think it's gonna be the next man up. And we're missing the linebacker. Our starting linebacker, our best linebacker, and we just gonna sit around and hope the next man gonna step up and be him. Well, we can't we can't do it. This dude nigga garbage. Go ahead, deal they with this. No they, they just deal with their ears. They rookies. Like, they ain't, they ain't ready for the moment. All right, so let's do this. Let's go on and wrap up New Orleans like this. We need grades for – I want y'all to give grades for offense, defense, special teams, coaching, and then we're going to say who stood out in a good way, who stood out in a bad way for the Falcons. Start off with offensive grades. Baby, I'm going to start with you. Offensively, i give us probably a A- minus. For New Orleans. It, it could have been better. Yeah. But we played, we played pretty good. Offensively, Calhoun. I give him an A plus. It did every fucking thing they were asked to do. Matt Ryan went the fuck, the fuck, the fuck off. Not just one; he went off, went off. I give him, a, I give him an A plus plus. But the only reason I didn't give him an A plus because they played conservative and they beat us in the that A. Wasn't, that wasn't on them. That's the coaching. That's coming up next. We got a grade for they bitch ass. Oh yeah. I hear what you get offense. Yeah, I'm with Calhoun. I give him A+. Matt Ryan played his ass off. You know I don't like that motherfucker. But, shit, he ran for two. 
and he got down threw for five. He yeah, he, I mean, my, my my bad, my bad. I'm thinking about the other guy. Yeah, he threw for five. So no, he played his ass out with no turnovers, and and the running game was on point. And he ran for one when he jumped over. One. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a player to beat. I feel straight. No complaints uh, with that. Same thing, defense, baby. What grade you get a defense? C. Just because we got, I will get worse than that, but we got injuries, so I, you can't put a lot on uh, p- people that ain't in there for that moment. So I give them probably a C. Yeah. Calhoun? A Z. <laughs> Z is in zebra. Fucking <laughs> trash ass, hoe ass, ain't shit ass. Let me tell you something. I said in preseason about that son, Big Duke Riley. Do Riley look like Teddy Riley? Trash. They trash. That's what I give him. The goddamn safety giving up like a goddamn cheap hooker during tax time. Mark Quinn Mayo playing just like he named. A goddamn spit that look like a nigga. Look like you need to be calling soccer. That's what he play. They calling like trash. You talk about getting 43 points. I don't give a fuck. Who on the field? They all pros. I mean, they defense, they defense gave up the same thing, and they don't got no injuries, so that's why I just gave them a C instead of giving them. You know, you know what I, you know what I give them D. I change that, not a Z. I give them nine. They're not even the alphabet. I give them nine. <laughs> oh, A to Z, zero to nine. Goddamn. <laughs> Pahe, what about you? I'm gonna tell you D, but if we if we gonna go by alphabet, I'm with Calhoun. They can get a Z for zero, an F minus. That's horrible, bro. That. To, to, to give up 43, you literally saying that offense, look, if y'all don't win the game, we ain't doing shit. They didn't do absolutely nothing that game. They, like I said, True Foot, like one of the over, he the one of the most overpaid corners in the league. A Duke Riley ain't shit. We can't get no pressure. The the defensive coaches, well, that's another story. I ain't, never, I ain't no just been no name, bro. That, that's just horrible, bro. That's horrible. Horrible fucking culture. Horrible for. Uh, horrible goddamn defense. All right. Special teams. Baby, let's go on to get started. Oh, no, you said we're players going to stand out. We're going to get to that. We got to do special teams and coaching, then we're going to get to the players. Special team of D. We don't get nothing from special team. Not one spark of nothing. They were decent today, man. They stank. We're going to get to them today. Calhoun, what you get special team? No, they wasn't noticeable. They wasn't. I don't know. See, B, I mean, between the rules and between that, they, it wasn't no time to really shine. So, about a B or about a C or a D. Pie head. I don't know. I'm with Baby on there. I'm going to say. I mean, because, you know, that's some team trying to run a damn ball, but he don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> he look like he want to nail it. Then he want to run it. Then he indecisive. You got to know what the fuck you're doing back there. If you're going to do that, that type of work, that work, you got to think on you. You got to think on the win. Whoever that seventeen we got back there running the ball, but he don't oh. he, he he too iffy. Now that was he hard, man. How what number how oh. that was like Yeah, hard. you see he was iffy today. Now, that was Hardy last week. Oh, yeah, they replaced Hardy. That's hard. Yeah. Hardy you right, know, yeah, hold on. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you right. know what? Damn, so right. You know what? I thought about it. Oh, elf. <laughs> 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 yes. Elf. And because Hardy was trash last week, his cause in the punt, his decision making is trash. So right. Pie's right. I give him an elf. All right, so coaching, baby, what'd you get coaching for New Orleans game? D, D C minus. Man, that's the only reason we lost coaching. We make no adjustments or nothing, and we playing against Drew Brees. Like you said, True Punt giving up 
15 yard passes. Uh, then you the fast, supposed to be one of the fastest corners in the league. We getting weight. All type of routes. Yeah, coaching. Coaching the D. Calhoun. That bitch just now that they're the reason we lost. I give them a fucking, a fucking Z. I give them a fucking three. They tried. They the reason we lost. Let me tell you something. First off, I have never in my years of watching football with a minute and 40-something seconds left and you got two timeouts going to halftime in a fucking shootout. Choose to run the clock out in a pro game. I've never seen that. Ever. That the was the biggest. And Dan Quinn got so many of those blunders, we've gotten used to it. That's when the, that was probably the biggest blunder of the week. And mm-hmm. not just to mention, with their substitution and their packages, oh, my God. They cannot. They are horrible. It's one thing to have them in bad position. One thing for terrible execution was just some of that. But the coaching is a huge reason why the Falcons lose week in, week out. I agree. And let's not forget now, Sarkeesian finally got on track, so I'm not going to get to Sarkeesian. But the defense, the time management, the shit that reflect Dan Quinn, oh, Dan Quinn is not the one. Get him the fuck out of here. For everybody listening, we did a podcast for Falcon Football Week. I think it's podcast number two, um, thirteen. Is is Dan Quinn the man for the job? So go back and check that out. Piehead, what you give coaching? Yeah, I got to give him a Z or uh, F. That that that's we we don't make adjustments. You can just tell Dan Quinn looks like he's a nice guy on the sideline. He's a nice guy. You don't see. Every now and again, I want to see get like groomed. I want to see get like Bill. I want you. I want you upset. I want you, Mike Smith, slamming the headset because this shit ain't going right. Somebody need to tighten up. Like like the fans need to see that from coaching. We don't see that from all of him. We just see. Oh, okay. This is how it's gonna go. Okay, I guess uh, we're gonna go ahead and go with that. Oh, you call that play? Oh, okay, that's just fine. We just gonna go ahead. Man, you need to start getting folks' asses. No, 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 that way, that way, that way, folks get held accountable. For the things that they do, man, it's just horrible because you look at the assistant coaches, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, they all have that same demeanor. Don't nobody have no finance. Don't nobody have somebody got, you know, really just on them. The fans need to know that somebody give a damn outside the fans. That's a we good don't point. Know some of these players give a damn. I mean, you know, but. Well, for the, the, nah, the that's a good point. Let me, stop, let me stop you right there. That's an excellent point. The players do it for a chick, right? So, like, ain't none of these cats got Atlanta tattooed on them or grew up in it. Calhoun said this baby ain't said this a while ago. Like, this our city. The players just work for us, for lack of a better term. So, that's a very valid point. Baby, you were finna say something. Now, now, I will say on the record that uh, I do think Dan Quinn is the man for the job because he bring, he, he bring another concept to our city of defense. Now, it ain't his fault that we lose all our players that we need. It, uh, it, it in two weeks, we do all our hard bull heads in two weeks. So, feeling trying to fill that void, it, it can't be easy. You can't you can't get another Neil. It ain't another one in the league. Deion Jones, you probably can get a Ricardo Allen, but the the other two they unreplaceable. So, I mean, his concept is good. I think the concept is good. I think I think he don't put his foot in his ass like 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 said. I think he needs to start putting his foot in their ass. And the coach's ass a little more, show a little more fight, and, and shit'll go a little better. 
First, let me pick up what Bebe just said. Bebe, one, is the kind of teacher every nigga want in school. <laughs> he tried his best. He gonna give you a C anyway. Knowing you deserve help. That being said, in the podcast, you can hear me saying, and I'm adamant about it, and once again, I know I'm right. Get him the fuck out of here. That's the whole purpose of fucking coaching. This whole baby don't admit. You see the pages, don't you? Motherfucker, Troy Brown, if you remember that. I think with Troy Brown that won the was it Troy Brown or Dion, whatever the other nigga was, he won the Super Bowl MVP. Bill Belichick doing like, get him the fuck out of here. Ty Law, get him the fuck out of here. God damn it, Marvin Rodney Harrison, William McGinley. It don't fucking matter. Your coach should be able to know how to coach and coach you up. That's the whole principle today. Dan Quinn, we good what we got because we're going to coach him up. Here's the problem. You got to have a coach to coach him up. Dan Quinn ain't that guy. Does he have an eye for talent? Yes, he does. But, That's but, why our team look like it does. But Calhoun, he has my, an eye for talent. But Calhoun, my, whole, my whole point is that look at Seattle now. When you lose your pieces, ain't that you can do. You just got to try to put it back together some type of way. So it, I, I'm just giving him a C because he did lose his three best players on defense. So that kind of make a difference. That's all. I understand what you're saying. Any, I understand what you're saying. Anybody can coach Mac, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. But can you coach Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton, and Rashad Wallace? And Rashad, and Rashad, <laughs> no. And Wallace to a championship. No. Anybody can coach, anybody can coach that. Anybody can coach Shaq and Kobe to a ring. Hey, get a ball to Kobe. Get a ball to Shaq. <laughs> That's all you got to do. But can your coach got down the, the, the bad boy pistons? You're can't right. do that. You're right. You're right. So, uh, and that's what Dan Quinn can't do. Let me tell you something. With Mike Smith, we win these type of games. Say that fight because you. I'm sure you're going to be. Cool and William Moe. Say that fight because I'm sure we're going to be saying a lot of the same thing when we get to the next game. So, say some of that fight. Let's go on and finish up New Orleans like this. Who the, who's, who, the, who the player that stood out, dude? Yeah, what player stood out for you in, in the New Orleans game? Good and bad for the Falcons. Ridley. Baby been first. Yo, baby first. Ridley, he balled out. Yeah, hey, he he he, he handles our money work. We made a great pick. And anybody got doubts, they doubts over. And truth, fun. Good God, man. <laughs> oh, take the uh, number off, my nigga. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you a four three nigga. You act like you ran a four nine. I don't got nothing to say about that guy. I'm sick of that guy. All right, Calhoun. Um, yo, Calhoun. Who you got? Who stood out in New Orleans, good and bad? Hey, baby, that's an eighty million dollar guy you talking about. All right. So stood out. He's right. Only two motherfuckers stood out. I'm gonna talk to the motherfucker who everybody love to hate, who all nigga love to trade, who everybody got something to say about Matthew Ice Cold Motherfucking Ryan. You understand me? Five, count them, five touchdowns, baby. You understand? Ran in for one, juice that shit up. Man, Ryan got the five. He got the zero. I told you, motherfuckers. All y'all need to do is get to play the cracker can execute. And y'all motherfuckers talk all that shit about Matthew motherfucking Ryan. Matthew motherfucking Ryan, the reason why Kel- Kelvin Ridley went the fuck off. You hear that, Lenny? Ryan. Why they say it? Don't interrupt me. Dude. Matthew motherfucking Ryan is the reason why they went the fuck off. He went true forward, giving up like a loose whore. Now, who stood out again? I got to go toward the young man, baby. Goddamn true fun. With his trash, hoe ass, with his get turned around ass, his no footwork, no ball placement, no look at the ball ass, his short ass, his hoe ass, his raggedy dread having ass. I'm with me. Take 21 off this motherfucker. Nah. 25. Come on. Yeah, D, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, I'm gonna go with the band first. That true front motherfuckers, I think all three of us in the group, man. 
with that. I'm sick of him, bro. He need to be 21 or uh, 20, uh, not 21, but 22 or 25. Or get that motherfucker 31. Take off the D on him. He stank. Definitely then, like 22. I like, uh, I want to say Matt Ryan, but I got to give a hand over to old Sarkeesian. There we go. That's a good pick. That's what I was waiting to hear. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you now. Now, like you said, Matthew Ryan is a corporate quarterback. He don't train them play. They got that Sarkeesian drunk motherfucking ass start calling him play. Like, okay, I'm going to call this because I know he's not going to chain D. He called a better game. I've been giving him hell. I'm with you, D. I don't like the motherfucker. He's drunk ass. But he called a hell of a game, boy, with that same game. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So I, I got to buy him a drink. He's been doing his thing now. I got to buy him a drink because he, he <laughs> these past two games, this one on this first round's on me, Stark. I gotta, I gotta say, I'm sorry. Knees <laughs> too. I'm sorry. The first round on me. So after the New Orleans game, how worried were you on the scale of one to ten? Saying ten, I was worried about the Falcons. One, I wasn't worried, baby. How worried were you about the Falcons after the New Orleans game? Uh, team being high, like word, yeah, high, yeah, about a two. Calhoun, oh, what, what, baby, sir? A two, a two, yeah, after New Orleans, he was a two. What were you at a 37? <laughs> All right, Pahe, what were you? I'm at a 10. I gotta disagree, with baby. I'm Hold on, say say the reason, say the reason. Okay. You were just a 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to 10, though. All right, so let's fast forward to today's game. So we, did, we spent 20 minutes talking about last week's game because I was out of town. You guys, guys get a good job of bringing me up to speed. Today, we all saw the game. I saw it with Bebe. Calhoun, did you and Pahe see it together? I did. I missed the last. I meant the fourth quarter. I was tending to some bed. You know what Benny was, Pahe. That's a special issue. <laughs> we'll talk about later, Dad. Yeah, that's you, me, Dad. I left it with 28 to 27, but I, I'm on to it, D. I watched up 28 to 27. D, you know what's going on, D. <laughs> D, baby, I'll t- I, I catch you up to speed because we brothers for real on this motherfucking podcast. Oh, you but already know that. Hold on one minute, I don't like Let everybody know this now. You talk about Digital Dad in any form or fashion, all of us brothers. So you got a problem with one of us, you got a problem with all of us now. You gotta know. Hey, so let's talk about this game. My motherfucking brother, y'all talking about now. <laughs> let's talk about this game, these fucking Bengals. My God. My God. We all thought the Bengals would win this game. I wasn't that worried about New Orleans because I had them. I got New Orleans beating the Falcons two times this year. Go back and listen really? to me and Double R predicting the Falcons record. I got New Orleans. I got the Falcons losing four games, two of them to New Orleans, and I forget the other two they lost. And I had them going to the Super Bowl. So, you know. I think we were high. <laughs> oh, wait, before the injuries. Yeah, before the injuries. I thought real, I thought real high little factors. And, you know, I'm going to start off by saying, I was telling you this, Calhoun, that Matt Ryan isn't the most important player on the Falcons team this year. I told you it was Deion Jones, and everybody laughed at me. But now you can see why the Falcons need Deion Jones. True, true. So, like, in this game here, I'm going to go with you first, Calhoun. Actually, no, nah, I'm going to go with Pye first. What did you, what, what did you see in this game? Like, what were your takeaways from this game? The offense, uh, it, it, it was clicking like it, what it did with the Saints. It was still rolling pretty good. Sarkeesian was calling a really good game. They were executing. Uh, they actually was really good on third down. They was still pretty good in the red zone. Uh, but that same fucking defense from last week showed up this week. 
Can't stop nobody. Can't talk to nobody. We got a whole bunch of rookies out here. And I understand what Baby was saying last time about, like, yeah, we lose key guys. So you can't, you know what I'm saying, uh, really put that on coaching. But the problem with that, with, with that with me is it is coaching's fault because, you know, as the season go on, there's still players out there you can get. There's an Eric Reed you can bring in to help with the safety position. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course, because now that somebody don't sign it. Right. So when we have a need for something, we choose to roll with what we got and we're getting our ass kicked because we can't do nothing about it. We can't stop it. Poole is a really good goddamn old cornerback that they put him at safety a lot of times. Good nickel. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, they had him all over today. Yeah. He cannot cover. He got a, he got a penalty for tackling because he always leave with the head. He and he missed, he missed a lot of tackles with that same bullshit. He fucked up some shit with that same bullshit. So, you know, at, at certain times, man, you got to have something. You got to have somebody. The, 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 um, the youngster, Casey. I like him. He played pretty decent day. He, he got to play. Hey, right, let me stop you right there. He got to play. 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 He, he got to play at a really key Bro, point in the, in the game. He good. He he really good. I <clears throat> some 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 form of fashion, man. These this coaching got to figure this shit out. They got the uh, like I said, I, I just feel like Dan Quinn is one of these nice guys. He's a he's a really good defensive coach. That's what he is. So I feel like the defense may eventually come around. If you got another head coach in there like uh, Cat Holman saying Mike Smith and Dan Quinn, the defensive coach, I think we'll be great. I really do. I think we'll be good because he's he's at his natural position. When he got to make these key decisions, and then he got um he got this look on his face like, wow, who's you? No, bro. It, 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 sometimes it just look like it's not. He feel, it, he look uncomfortable. He look uncomfortable to me. Calhoun. What was the question? Actually, I'm going to go with Baby. What were your thoughts on the game, Baby? Just initial thoughts. Well, actually, I think I think that the offense is, is a well-armed machine. I think we can really pick our parts and we can take whatever come to us, whether they give it to us or not. You got to come see us. I agree. There ain't no way around that. They showed you that, oh, you can say we got Ridley and Julio, but here goes the new breakout game. So who else you gonna think about? So when you game plan us, you gotta game plan the whole package. But I think the biggest part of the game today was our defense. Our defense was terrible. Our pass rushers played a little decent. That was like the focal point of our whole game. But our DBs had probably six pass interference. Uh, that's what I mean by coaching. Like pool at safety on the the last play for the game, and we got. Uh, Oliver, our rookie corner, a cornerback who's decided to come up to check the running back with 16 seconds left when you got the, one of the greatest receivers in the league doing a corner route when you're supposed to peel back and you're in pool all of a sudden let this man go wide open into the end zone. It's just it's just mental mistake. Man, I didn't play terrible. Can I, I'm going to hop on that point real quick. So offensively, salute to Sarkeesian. You know, I've been very hard on Sarkeesian, but he's – no. He's found his form. He's found his mojo with the Falcons, and like you said, like Baby said, we got a ton. Of, Calhoun, you said this before. We got a ton of weapons. He's finding a way to get them all involved. We're using that boy Smith more, like Piehead said from two weeks ago. I'm glad he got more touches. You know, Tevin Coleman. When your weak leak on offense is Tevin Coleman, 
you're in a real good place. Yes, sir. You are in a great place offensively. Defensively, you know, all y'all done said the stuff about Dan Quinn, and I completely agree with everything y'all said. I want to talk about more about the X's and O's, not so much the Jimmy and Joe's. Game on the line, they had, like Baby just said, they had Oliver in the cover, too. You need to protect the goal line. You don't play a cover, too. You play everybody back. You come up. You let nothing get in this end zone. Come you, on, no. You come up. Now, you don't play a man where you can get – because they played man the previous possession they, in that same series. A.J. Green burnt them, but they got a penalty on the play. Yeah. He caught the touchdown. They burnt yeah. them. Came back. They tried man again. They tried him again. He just threw the ball short. Then they went back to cover, two, and they stuck with that cover, two the whole – part of the drive and Andy Dalton figured it out and they killed True Front the same play they were flexing somebody out sending Boyd up the middle and it was wide open up the middle that's the part I'm mad at with Dan Quinn we all sit here and say Dan Quinn is an X's and all. he no defense he no defense he no defense the moment got too big for him and they didn't change the defense all they had to do was protect the goal line the last thing you play is a defense where your cornerback plays up that makes no sense but I also think that at a certain point, it's played on the field. So I feel that you got to be smart enough to know it's 16 seconds. We're not giving them nothing in the end zone. But th- Okay, so let's go back to the play where they scored on. The game winning play for Cincinnati. Yes. Oliver couldn't see him. So think about it. You don't play cornerback for, but you don't play DD, DB, baby. Oliver's wrong because he was. He, 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 he pushed him and left him. He pushed him and left him for the safety. Yes, yes. And then he said, okay, the running back, my man. Yes. Cincinnati did a good play call where they, hey, we're going to run at the safety, yes. then get our space back and run it out. Yes. That's something that Dan Quinn got to be like, hey, they got to, you know, they, yes. they, if we run the cover two, they're trying to sneak behind us. And that's something he didn't particip- uh, anticipate in that call. Yeah. So, like, that's the coaching thing that kind of gets me. And it goes back to a point I say the moment gets too big for him sometimes. It's like all this confusion is going on, and he jumps right into the confusion stance saying, hold on, guys. They got to score on us. They got a touchdown, a field. Yeah. They can't do nothing but a touchdown. Protect this end zone. Like, even they had the Falcons left a timeout on the field. Even if you got to call a timeout to say that, yeah. you say that. You, you burn it. Yeah, you you burn, burn it to say that, hey, all we need to do is protect this end zone. That's it. So, that's that was my biggest problem, takeaway from the day. I'll give y'all this. The front four played excellent for the Falcons. We're going to talk more about that when we're good grades. The back seven played like shit, and that's why you get these type of games. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I'm I sound. I'm over here like Harlem Heat. I'm leaning over the ropes. Trying to get tagged in. Oh, here you go. Here go the tag right now. Bam. Oh, there we go. All right. So I agree with what y'all saying. Again, baby, you're very, very lenient. Nothing wrong with that. That's very, very lenient. But you're exactly right. It's called situational football. Everybody here has played football in some form or another. Yeah. And you know where you need to be and how you need to be. And you all are exactly right. Dan Quinn don't get lost in the moment sometimes, all the time. The big moments, it lose Dan Quinn. And that's the problem with Dan Quinn. The fact that you don't have two safety. Listen, here's the, what y'all no one knows. Matt Ryan having a better year than his MVP year. This time he's got eight touchdowns, no interception in two weeks. And he don't throw for almost shit. He throw for 455 this week, 350-something last week. He don't throw for almost 1,000 yards in two weeks. You cannot keep leaning on just the offense. They don't score 30-plus points in two weeks. And they're not winning the game. Something is afoot here. And for you to not even entertain the notion of having somebody else to help you in this situation, I don't give a goddamn if Ed Reed goddamn whipping his dick out with a gunner flag on the field. You sign another fucking safety when you lose your two starting safeties. That's period. I like Casey. 
Izzy is the future. He has to play. I said in preseason, Demi. He has to play. He has to be here. Period. But Dan Quinn is not the man for the job. I'm on the podcast saying he's not the man for the job. Let me ask you this. You cannot give up a game like that, man. Your offense is scoring 36 and what is it, 37 last week? You're not lose. You're not supposed to lose those games. So let me let me cut you off. And ask you, I want to ask you a question. If the Falcons fired Dan Quinn tonight, let's just say hypothetically, could they turn this? Could they salvage this season at one and three? Yes, they're gonna salvage it anyway. I think they're not gonna salvage it anyway. But yes, they can. We still have division games, so you always gotta hold your head on them. You no, they're not gonna salvage it because of the route they're going. Their defense is in real trouble. So does it make? So does it go to my point that Deion Jones is the most valuable player on the field for the Falcons? Without a doubt, you're right. <laughs> Without a doubt, and again, you know, because the, the offense is so talented, it can't be known on offense. Because if Julio Jones can't be the most important, because you can go to Kevin Ridley. Kevin Ridley can't be the most important because you go to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan can't be the most important. I'm gonna tell you another sticky situation they got. You can get rid of Dan. You can get rid of goddamn Devontae Freeman right now. Cause goddamn twenty five playing his ass off. You can't get rid of Devontae. Devontae. You can't get rid of Coleman and twenty five going the fuck off. You can get him out of here. Coleman ain't right getting nothing now. but one game. Right Coleman gave you one game. Devontae Freeman contract. They be doing us a favor. Get Coleman, him out of Coleman here. Coleman only gave us one game. On you can't get rid of Freeman. Coleman gave you number one game. So the overall. Give you what Devontae Freeman gave you. No, you don't. He ain't had a hundred yard rushing yet. Because they keep taking him off of Coleman. You watch it twenty five. He do everything and, Freeman and, do. And that's my point. Coleman ain't had went but one hundred yard game, and uh, Smith ain't had now. So by now, Freeman would have had at least three hundred yard game. But I guess y'all bigger point is that the Falcons have an abund- a, a, a abundance of riches, an yes, embarrassment yes, of riches on yes, offense. Yes, on offense. You can put anybody in. You put anybody in. They gonna roll. Machine gonna roll. I completely agree. I think that I think that you have to look at it like this. Did anybody pot head Calhoun, baby, me? I don't think nobody saw Cincinnati coming in here winning. I did. I thought they had a great chance. You did? I yeah. they had a, at I the beginning of the year. Time. I ain't talking about after the injury. I'm saying at the beginning of the year. No, without the injuries, they don't beat us. Period. I did. Oh, hold on. Without the what injuries, they don't beat us. Period. I did. They don't beat us. Period. Without the injuries. Go ahead, Calhoun. No, I had a I had a bet at the barbershop yesterday. Pocket and tested this because we were both there. No, I wasn't getting a cut. Pocket and tested this right now. I wouldn't bet with the Falcon because of this. I'm gonna tell you our biggest problem right now, being honest, as an Atlanta Falcon fan, Deion Jones being out. You were absolutely right. Deion Jones is the most important piece on that team, not just defense, period. I mean, I said that we did a we need Neil and Allen though. We did we did an unpublished podcast for on um, my patrons that we never finished talking about the top players. You're, and me and Calhoun talked about this before in the pre-production meeting. And I said, you know, we were going through the list of people and just talking about people. And I was saying, Deion Jones is the most important person because where he he does so much on defense in today's NFL. The fact he want to play cover two, where Deion Jones can work, the, he can take care of the middle and cover two. So like he like it's just. Our D line play. Our D line gets an A plus plus. What we had four sacks on him today. Katak had two, four or five sacks today. Our front set. Our front four couldn't have played that much better. But I think I, 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 I think Neil and them is key too because Neil them bring that feeling. 
We ain't got no feel. Like the receivers don't feel nobody. They can catch. There ain't nobody catching the ball going down. They catching the ball running out. Look, DBs over. The, I, I, just, I disagree but, just because of the rules. Days in the field. Don't know in the no no no. Because if you hit a receiver right now, it's gonna be a flag either way. Cause think about but like I they didn't have that targeting rule last year. So like Neil bringing right. that feel. You think Neil still bringing the field even with yes. the targeting rule? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I agree with baby. He does. But I will say this. I will say this as we dragging them. You got to acknowledge the adjustments because even in before going in the halftime when they got that field goal, they didn't do like they did last week. They went on ahead and went for the play and got a field goal out of it, which made it 24-28. Yes, yes that they is They didn't do that last week. Yes. And this week, they did go ahead and emphasize sex this year, this this week. So they, the coaching staff made the adjustment that they didn't, that they didn't do last week. So it, it's good to see. And Sarkeesian, this is this is goddamn Kyle Shanahan and a Sarkeesian man because he's calling a Fuck up the game. And so I got to eat a slice of humble pie. Cal, I mean, um, Sarkeesian is not the problem right now. The problem is Dan Quinn, and we're going to talk more about that. But Who is the defensive coordinator? It don't Mark matter. Quinn. Dan Quinn should. That's, that's the problem. Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn, man. We have, to, we have to get some more DBs. We got we to gotta get somebody off free agency. There's no way we can I see back and lose our best linebacker and – both our safeties and feel like, oh, we can just roll with the punches. It's not going to happen. I agree with that. Hold on, I'm going to tell you this right now. Kazil with Ricardo Allen all day. So that's an upgrade, and I'm glad they see I that. Wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that move, but I understand what you're saying. Boy, Kazil's a ball. Kazil got to play. Yes, he is a ball. He have to play. He yeah. have to play. Kazil got to play. He got to play right where he at. So, but Keanu Neal and Deion Jones is a huge letdown. For them not to go out there safety is preposterous. At this point, that was crazy for you not to go out to Earl Thomas, Eric Reese, whatever. It's crazy. I feel right like now. I, I feel like I feel like they peanut butter and jelly. Like you have to have one of them. You can't lose both of them. Agreed. I can see that. I agree. But I want KZ over over Rico any day. I think KZ got to play. Yeah, he got to play. He got to play. KZ got to play. But I can't say Ricardo Allen. He earned his money, so I can't say that he he was. I'm not player. mad at Ricardo Allen. I just think yeah. KZ Bell. First off, I am mad at Ricardo Allen. And second off, KZ is better. And third off, no, he hasn't earned this money. Thomas Dimitrov, like underperforming, ain't shit corners. Hence, AJ Green asked for... Make sure you you check the numbers. Huh? Make sure you check the numbers. Shit, the numbers will tell you right now. Uh And Robert Alford, Trufant, and Rico Allen, straight... Straight garbage. I just said, all I said was check the numbers. Just make sure you check the numbers. Then, then let me know. So let's get back on how we do things. Piehead, do you have any more thoughts about today's game before we get into grades and wrapping up? <clears throat> man, other than what Calhoun and, and Baby been saying, man, which has been the truth, is that uh, it, it's gonna be <clears throat> it's gonna be a long season, bro. And this is how we gotta play game. This year gonna be stressful, aggravating. Emotionally, uh, it's gonna be horrible because can't stop nobody on the back end. Uh, you know we got horrible secondary play, and I gotta agree with you. Not having Jones though, but we can't. We we cannot tackle. We don't have nobody to set the tone on defense. Really do. Case is a young guy, but he is he's in the secondary, and you know what I'm saying he's trying to do what he do. Pool, they don't start throwing more flags on Pool. Pool don't start. He led two games, even if you won the game today. He done he he trying to knock people out the game. 
It'd be good if it was even about 10, 15 years ago. It'd been great. Now they're flagging it. So it's hurting us because of the fact that he's not, he, he don't cover, but he, he's a really good tackler. And then, you know, being a really good tackler, he going to miss a lot of tackles uh, in, in, in key moments because he dropped his head a lot. But, but D boy, it, yeah, it's gonna be a rough one. But offense playing really good. I got the. I'm, I'm with you. I got to eat some humble pie with, when it comes to Sarkees. It's like he's getting his wheels up on him now. He he knows exactly what he need to do. Um, Ribby is good. He have hands issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to say say that. I was just I was just about to allude to that. Really is good. I still don't trust his hands though because he's not a pure catcher. Well, uh, what's the name is though? Uh, Julio is though. Julio is a pure catcher, you know what I'm saying? Even Sanu has hand issues. Yeah, yeah. Hooper and, and I'm gonna tell you something, the best catchers on the on the offense are Hooper the tight end and Julio. And that's crazy. That's the you know what I'm saying? They are the best ones on there. But I agree with Calhoun though. We can, we can actually let Freeman go right now. He got concussion issues. That's the biggest thing that concerned me. Got concussion issues. He got like what, like three or four? Five or six, right? So you got this young rookie who he's proven himself. Yeah, he don't have a hundred yard game like what Baby said, but he's spending time with um Coleman, and he's actually working out really good because of the fact that uh the youngster will run between the tackles. Freeman is, I mean, uh, Coleman is more of an outside guy. He's a speedster guy, uh-huh. but Shorter will run between the tackles. Even though, like you know, he tried a couple of little spin moves and stuff today, which didn't work. He gonna learn as he goes. You can't keep doing stuff like that. You got to put put your foot in the ground and go. Any ball player know that. But he he's looking really good. He don't have fumble issues. He don't take a lot of hard contact. Um, you know, he moves really well in tight spaces. And you know what I'm saying. I, I think that's the way you need to go. I think they like like how Belichick do. You got to cut your losses right now. If you can get somebody to get that contract. Get him to get it and go ahead and just build what you got going on and then work on this defense. The offense is really solid. Make a couple of little niches, but the defense needs to be tightened up, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna tell you something right quick, just pick up power I said. That young motherfucker they got, twenty five. Eto Smith. What is his name? Eto Smith. He gotta play too. He gotta play. You gotta get Freeman out of first off, Freeman on that field for six concussion. And he do everything Freeman do. His footwork is unbelievable. Catching, blocking, running, all that shit. He do all the shit Coleman don't do, like Freeman. Get him out of there. You ain't got to have that Freeman contract. Like, right now, they're trying to get Freeman out of there. That's why they, let me tell you something. Freeman probably could have came back today. But they're not playing him because of what they see from Smith. Two motherfuckers stood out in preseason. It was Smith and KZ. Both of them got to play. Back so, to you, D. Yeah, I wanted to hop on the point Pahia made earlier. Then we can get to the grades. And Bebe said this. Me and Bebe were talking about this earlier. You can't play these type of games the whole year. It's like a, it's like running on, on a treadmill at the 12 speed. Your heart will explode at some point. You can't play this type of game. And the more worrisome thing about that is that they lost the first game a completely different way. So the first game we were saying the defense is there, well, even though we had everybody there. But the offense ain't shit. Once we get the offense together, now the defense ain't shit. Something has to happen. We have to get somebody off of the waiver wire. Off of the free agent pool, we have to make some moves. It ain't just a, hey, we're going to coach them up. By the time you coach them up and the rookies get it, the season's over. The season's over. And baby asked me this question, can you can you tank a, fo- a season? Not in football. For one, the Falcons can't because they have too many veterans. This is a swim or sink year for them. Because after this, you got 
Grady Jared, you're gonna have to pay Deion Jones, you're gonna have to pay Devontae Wanna contract. Julio wanted, you know, we don't did Julio thing. What we gonna do about we did Matt Ryan, everybody can't stay, somebody gonna have to go. Then it comes to now you are in, oh shit, we got this good quarterback. We gonna now you wind up being the San Diego Chargers, which is something, you know, my biggest fear for the Falcons. You don't wanna be the San Diego Chargers. And when I say that, I mean everybody say Phil Rivers. Oh, Phil Rivers good. Phil Rivers ain't done shit though. He ain't went to no playoffs in a long time. He ain't never been to no Super Bowl. You don't want to be that with the Falcons where you get Matt Ryan and everybody think he's so good, but when the last time he really done something. Yeah. That's just my greatest fear for the Falcons. But let's go on to get to the grades. Offense. Um, since I saw the game, I give a grade. I get offense a A minus. I thought they hit on a lot of things. I think we missed some some plays, but I think it's improvement. I think we're in a good place offensively. Baby, what you get offense? Offensively, I give us an A. I think uh, the offense is clicking. We had a couple drop balls, but uh, nothing major. The offense, like, it flows just, just as well. Like, it's just like every team scared to let us have the ball last. That's and, how the game is coming like we around. playing the same way, but we shouldn't be in that predicament. So, I get offense A. Calhoun? I get my A+. Plus. Matt Ryan has thrown eight touchdowns in two games. Steve Sarkeesian is calling his ass off. The adjustments that needed to be made last week, they were made today. I give them an A plus. The offense came to play. There wasn't no problem. I receive now. I, I will give y'all this. We're dropping way too many balls for them to be pros. This doesn't make any sense. But that was a but problem with the Falcons last year. Yep. What'd you say? Say it again. That was a problem with the Falcons last year. Yeah, we're dropping way too many balls. This don't make no sense. But Matt Ryan, that offensive line is not what. I think they had us rated third. The offensive line is not as good as they need to be. Because Matt Ryan is not throwing out of a clean pocket. He holding it too long, too. Yeah, he holding it too long, but they're not throwing out a clean pocket. So, Clay Matthews is a problem. We know Levitre's went out. That's a problem. Schweitzer always been a problem. That when you know a real fucking fan, we can call up the offensive line. (laughs) But uh, the offense, I give him an eight. I hit. <clears throat> I might go with Bebe. I'm gonna give him an A minus because uh, I'm looking at the drop passes. You know, Sarkeesian is calling the better game. He's 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 calling good games now so far. But I don't want to blow too much smoke up in his ass because he might go to the bar tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna I got to play him game by game. He called a really good game. Matt uh, Matt Ryan is called uh, executing a really good game. Um. The offense is really rolling really really well. You know what I'm saying? The running back's looking good. Offensive line is actually, I think, to in my opinion, it's kind of underrated. I think, you know, yeah, well, you're going to get a couple of holding calls here and there. You're going to get – they actually, when they zone blocking scheme, when they run the ball, they actually be blocking their ass off. I'm going to tell you what else I noticed today, too. We put that fullback in here in the game plan. He actually – we actually ran the ball a lot of times. With that fullback. Somebody say, we ain't, oh, I didn't know we had a fullback. Bro, we been had a fullback. It's just that the fact is, and they're going to use them, how do you know how they're going to use them? Okay, last week with the Saints, they were using them in passing plays. This week, we actually ran the ball quite a few times with them in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it right back off pie. One thing I am impressed about, and this Dad Quinn and the coaching staff, and I'm a, I'm a big uh, proponent of them, is the adjustments made from last week to this week 
And you could see them. They made hell of adjustments. And we're not used to that. Offensively, like even before halftime, even the things that we've seen, like as fans, they made those adjustments. And that's, that is something that as fans, we can hang our hands on back to pop. Yeah. Yeah, what Calhoun was saying, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it... it I, I can honestly say Sarkeesian is actually getting his, you know, getting his shit together. You yeah. know, when it comes to this offense, you know, everybody executing good, you know, receivers look good, this and that. Uh, you know, so crazy about it is that in the beginning, maybe a year ago, he didn't, he, he, he wasn't Sarkeesian. I mean, wasn't really, I guess he wasn't familiar with the offense and the players he had. He, he, he couldn't have been there with the first year. But he used a lot of Hooper a lot more, um, which is I think is, is going to be a key element in this, is that tight end position. Because everybody know about these receivers we got. But that tight end we got going on, we actually got more than one. Hooper and another guy. He, sometimes he lined up in the backfield. I think he's number 80. 82. 82? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they, they, they really good, man, at what they're doing. You he know what I'm saying? So, he caught a touchdown yeah. today. So, um. That's a good point. Let's go on and go to defense. Um, I get a defense a D minus. I think that actually I give them my F. I give them my F. I think that we can't again to go back to my earlier point. We can't. It can't be you score, I score, you score, I score, and somebody bobble the ball, and that's how you don't win. We have to start shutting people down. And me and Baby were looking at the game, and we in the second half we said, "Hey, we have to shut them down," and we did. But once it started getting rolling. It got rolling to an average to slightly above average quarterback. This is what Drew Brees is excusable. He's a Hall of Famer. Tom Brady, Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Famer. Cam, a very good MVP. This is Andy Dalton who was carving us up. So if Andy Dalton can carve us up, what does that say about the rest of the league? So I get a defensive L for that reason. Baby. Well, I said I get the defensive D. And the only reason I give him a D because I think the D line balled that. I think they gave everything they can give yeah, when they ran out of the game. That's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, yeah. and uh, even from the young boy, like the, the rookie, all of them, they, 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 Tack, Tack gonna be our future, man. He, he a dog. He a bull. We need that. Beasley came along, falling in the game, got two scripts that we should have got there and recovered. It should have been a fumble that we recovered, but I give him a D. I think uh, front line did their thing and everything else was terrible. Calhoun? I'm not going to do Z or numbers. I'm going to give him an F minus. Uh, and Barry is right. The the D-line is exactly right. That back seven is a real problem. Yes, and the fact that we didn't rectify that problem is another problem. Uh, and I'm not just going to put on True Fun. Robert Afro getting fucked like a cheap hooker doing tax time. True Fun is True Fun. We don't have any safeties except I like, and I do like Casey, but you cannot keep your offense can't keep scoring thirty plus points and you keep losing games. That makes no fucking sense. We can sit here and say the Saints have a Hall of Famer, and so and and, and with Kamara and with Thomas, and that's why. But with the red fucking rocket, you can kiss my ass, man. Not the folks, not, ass. Not to cut you out, Calhoun, but uh. With your point, oh, you uh, brother, go and cut me off. Nah, with your point, uh, Alfred Ward's getting killed by a Hall of Famer though, so I I, I, I got to put that in there. AJ Green is a walking I, Hall of Famer. Alfred Ward getting Alfred Ward getting done in. I ain't gonna lie to you, but the fact that Alfred was on 
Let me show you something. They paid two point eighty million dollars. They had the thirty million dollar nigga on them. I'm trying to tell you. You know what that is. I'm trying to tell you. You understand me? You understand me? The fact that they pay over 80, I mean, they pay, pay true for 80 and pay over 30, and they had more confidence in offer to follow truth, to follow green and true fun. Yes. As you know, info trash can, baby. Yes, yes. All right, pie hit. Yeah. Hey, boy, I got to agree with my brothers. Hey, get the F minus, man. I know uh, Baby gave me D. Calhoun gave F minus. I got to give him F minus. Teach everybody love. I'm going to tell you what. I'm gonna, I, I want to lose to something right quick, though, D. I'm going to tell you what. Another thing that's killing me about this is that on certain downs, like third and whatever, I saw this game that we watched today. I saw Julio on the sideline. I saw Rillo on the sideline. I don't understand what packages you call up when we need to get the third down that you put your best players on the sideline. That pisses me the fuck off because that's coaching. That ain't the players. That's coaching. Now, as far as, like, defense now, um, I don't understand, like, like what Calhoun just said. We don't pay Trufant all this money. But offer stayed on him the whole entire time. He stayed on him. Trufant would check at 83. That was boy. And he that's did Trufant. Yeah, exactly. That's how you knew the number because boy, boy was doing true. Boy still had a hundred yards on the same season. He would. Yeah. And you know, every key third down they needed, they went the board on true front away. They did. That nigga is garbage. They did. He garbage. I can't stand his ass. And who was right? I got to give him a prop. He, he told me. Boy now. He told me. Damn boy now. Yeah, he told me, bro. We need to let him go, bro. I'm like, oh, we got to pay. Boy, he ain't shit. Boy, that nigga is. Ne- but true front sucks. So the back end of our defense, now, uh, 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 what, what Baby said, the front four play their ass off. Yeah, Kenny doing what they do. Grady Jared, you had goddamn Vic Beasley even was trying to get him trying. You had the front four doing what they can do. But if you ain't got no linebacker play, you ain't got no uh, cornerback play, you ain't got no safety play, what else can you really do? You know what I'm saying? You're going to make the whole entire defense look bad. You know what I'm saying? So I got to give him that because Dan Quinn know this. He know this from last week. So we come in this week, we got the same thing going on. Aaron is an all-pro. He don't been to a pro bowl. Like, you got to help your defense. We got key niggas out. You got to make certain moves. You got to want to win. I need to win right now. Fuck next year because I don't know what next year going to do. We need to win right now. You know what I'm saying? With what we got going on, we can't keep on pushing up. Oh, boy, next man up. These rookies not ready. Baby just said it. These niggas, we got rookies out there. They not ready for this. We, the, the game winning touchdown. The game winning touchdown, like Baby said, that nigga took the nigga in the flat. You don't do that. It don't cover two. When the game on the line, you check the receiver. We, we tackle everything in front of you. You don't let them get behind you. Everybody know that ain't cover two. That would have fall. Two man hundred, man. Yeah, that, that, that shit just suck, bro. It's an F minus, bro. All right, special teams. I'm going to give it a – I thought special teams actually were really good. I'm going to give special teams an A. We had a couple of good kickoffs. We did a block punt. Um, They they didn't block our kick. We wound up, you know, they called all sides of that. I get a special teams an A. I thought the special teams helped keep the game within reason, even though the defense was so bad. I give a special team a C. Okay. Because. God damn. 
I give him a C because in watching this game, this just off of this game, number 12 ran like three of the kick returns back for 40 yards. And the last one was like they put him in great range on the drive before the last drive. Oh, you talking about for um, Cincinnati. Yeah. So they didn't cover good. So okay. they didn't cover good on okay. the kickoff team. So I, I'd probably give them a C, man. And then we didn't get nothing off our return, so. Nah, this week we did because he got to the 40 and, the th- and he got to the 40 twice and the 50 once. But we gave it right back. Okay, I see what you're saying. Calhoun? I don't know what kind of stuff to teach Batman here. He he give everything he take it the way. He must be the Lord. Yeah. I get a I get a special team A plus plus plus. The fact that they made an adjustment and getting harder to fuck out of and haul is huge. Uh they they had us in good field position. I give him an A plus plus. I'm with Baby. I'm not gonna give him a C, but I'm gonna give him a B minus. Baby right though with what he just said. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that 100. All right. All right. So, coaching. Um, coaching is a hard one to say. I'm still looking at Bay Bay. I don't know. I can start keys. Uh, offense A to defense of F. Um, I, I give coaching a C minus. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah. You know, I I I I, I trash Sarkeesian, so I got to give him all the praise for the changes and what he's done so far this year. But at the same time, you know, all that baby mama drama nods to my second baby dad, and that's going to Dan Quinn. You know, he he the one who ain't shit this month. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I go with Dan Quinn on this one. But overall, I get coaching a C. I give an A for offense, an L for defense, and Dan Quinn. So a C. Baby, I, I I agree with that. I give him a C. I feel uh, you couldn't say it no better. I ain't got nothing to say about that part right there. Defense terrible. Calhoun. I ain't gonna know what y'all saying. The goddamn head coach, Elf Minus, getting the fuck out of here. Goddamn offense coordinator. Who would believe that the drunk Sarkeesian is a name? Marco Emanuel, get that nigga the fuck out of here. Elf Minus. So I give him a C. Pyatt. Yeah, uh, you know I'm going with the fam. I got to give him a C minus. They damn near F really, but y'all right. <laughs> but the, I'm looking at the decision, the personnel. Nah, this, this, this can't continue if you're talking about winning. All right, so player who stood out, you know we finna wrap it up, two more things. Player who stood out for you, good and bad. For me, good. Baby trolled me all day about it, but I got to go with Sanu. I thought Sanu was a key, key player. You know, he can often get lost in the in the wash of Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. He stood up and he did what he's supposed to do today. He played, I mean, he's a billionaire's third option. So he's not, he's a poor man's second option, but a billionaire's third option. He's super overqualified for that, and he played like he was. So he gets a, he gets the player of the week for me. Um, the Ass of the week goes to True Front. You guys are right. I hold my hat on True Front. I hang my hat on True Front more than I should. He looks horrible. Alpha looks bad, but, you know, whatever. True Front's the 80 million first-round pick. He has to get better, do better, or get the fuck on. So, baby. Yeah, man. You know, I don't like to brag to my own horn and everything. You know what I mean? But my boy Sanu ball, man. I get I get, it, I get it to Sanu, man, because he did anything. He let you know that. I'm still here. I'm doing all the blocking and stuff. I don't get a lot of recognition, but I'm here. You know what I mean? So, 
Defensively, man, true fun is is is, is the shit shit of all shit right now. Like, man, I don't, for, I can take some of his penalties because Lisi Lisi was there. Lisi was it was it was tight coverage. He right there on the man. Like they they model model they fight every inch of the play down the field. Shit football, true fun. Man, the nigga got catching the ball ten yards Clean. and ain't getting touched. And that, man, I, I'm sick of Calhoun. Man, they look defeated. He look like you fronting the tough spirit out of his seat, the wind out of his sails. <laughs> so, that nigga is like that nigga is Calhoun. Not not to, not to toss you out. That nigga is like Sherman. On our flag football game when Linus was a quarterback that day. Oh, we gonna bring up our homeboy Sherman? God, please. Don't bring Sherman in. Hey, he likes Sherman when my boy eyes were messed up, man. What is he doing out there? God. So that's what, that what it is. I don't know. We really play this shit, too. We don't play this shit together. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, y'all keep talking about Sanu. Who's the nigga getting the ball to Sanu? That's right, the cracker, the one and only Matt motherfucking Ryan. Four hundred over four hundred yards and three touchdowns a day. You should not be putting up these stats and losing a fucking game. Yes, Matt yes. motherfucking Ryan. True, True fun. He's a hoe amongst all hoes. <laughs> He's trash can, and we already knew what that. Well, we did. This Darren then. He kept believing his motherfucking ass. But here's here's something they don't know. Now I'll take a pause on this. When I called him during draft day, Darren said we should not have went up to pick true front. We should have stayed for Xavier Rose. And we should have and we would have been better off. <coughs> I gotta give, I, I, I give it to my boy Matt Ryan, man. Matt Ryan showing the fuck off, man. Matt Ryan going the hell off. They gotta get that defense together though. I don't give a fuck what they do. They gotta get it together. You can't win MVP with a losing effort. No, you gotta win some he's games not, to win MVP. He, he, he's having a better year than his MVP season. But that's what I'm saying. It won't mean nothing. Exactly. Pyhead. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get an offense, man. Uh, Matt Ryan, I, you know, I'm very critical. Can't want to tell you, I don't. Matthew Ryan, because I'm not gonna call him Matty Ice. No. Fuck no. He had to win a Super Bowl for me to say it. You know, going to championship games and all that. <laughs> That's all I wouldn't find. Won't did that before. Won't be had done that. You got to do something more. Matthew Ryan in combination with Steve <laughs> Sarkeesian. Because <laughs> he shocked me. But, yeah, I got to get him the grade for that, man. You know, offensive-wise, to me, was an A. Um, Defensive-wise, man, I, I, I'm with my boy. Uh, uh, Bebe and uh, Calhoun. But I didn't think it's true fun, bro. Let me tell you something. I don't know what it is about watching these games now, but they put him on the spotlight more and more when 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 he's on anybody. And when you, if you're a, uh, uh, you can be a Faker fan. I don't call myself a Faker fan. I'm a Faker really. I feel like fans, you can't tell fans nothing. Fans are the ones like every year, but we got the Super Bowl. No, we're not. You are you looking at the game? Are you looking at preseason? Are you looking around looking at? We fucked up, bro. We got to fix this. If we don't fix this, we're not going nowhere. So I call myself a fucking realist. True front is a big problem in that secondary. We got to get him. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do this because they just signed it. So, nah. Nah. 
Nah, nah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap it up with how word on you scale of 1 to 10 for the Falcons. I'm a 10. I didn't, I, if you listen to the Falcons record prediction with me and Double I had the Falcons record reversed. I had them at 3-1 and one at this point in the season, not 1-3. and three. And I don't know how they fixed this because, like, you know, I don't – they don't have anybody in the building like, hey, we need to replace the motherfuckers on the field at some positions with people off the street. Nobody in the building is bold enough to do that for the Falcons. So right now I'm, I'm worried. I'm hoping that now that they can, you know, salvage an 8-8 eight and eight season or a 9-7 season and maybe backdoor their way into the playoffs and catch some fire. But I'm really worried right now. So I'm a 10. Baby. Uh, man, hard to say. I sell probably the eight, man. Like right now, it just look real bad, man. And I would have thought, knowing that the Super Bowl is at our house, that we would have been when it got somebody. When you when you get the the information that someone is out for the season, your key player, one of your key players, you have to make a move. You I'm have to. Now, when Neil went down, I was like, okay. We can bounce back from that because we got the young boy and we've been waiting to put him in there and give him some playing time. But then you lose Allen behind it. We have to sign somebody. There's no way around it. I, I want to piggyback on your point. I'm going to get to you, Calhoun. This feels almost like Sacramento Kingish when the Lakers were running to me. Yes. Like, they didn't get the memo until it was too late. And I think that that's what's happening to the Falcons. You have to make a move before it's too late. You got to. And so I'm very worried about that. So, you know, I just want to say that point. Calhoun? I think you brought that right. Well, for you to bring up the second room in the early 2000, they go to show you what kind of sports mind you have. You're exactly right. At some point, it's one thing to lose Neil. It's another thing to lose your other starter. Now, again, I didn't have no problem with KZ coming in because he has to play. And if they recognize it or not, he has to fucking play. And I think he'll take over Ricardo Allen's job. But for them to be like, we're good, what we have, that's just going to show you where they are. Now, going back to what the initial question is, 1 and 10, 10. I'm going to be honest with you. Anybody who bank on the Falcons this year, they're not going to do shit. They're not going to do anything. At this point, would they even go to the playoff? And at this point, no. These motherfuckers are, throwing, are, are scoring 35-plus and losing. They're not going. You just lost to the Bengals. It's all. You lost the shootout to Andy Dalton. If, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I would think that if I wasn't here, if somebody said, hey, the Falcons lost to the Bengals, I would have thought it was a 16 to 10 game. Matt Ryan had five turnovers, no, in the, no touchdowns. We had, I just would have thought as a team, we had a horrible offensive game, and they had a horrible offensive game, but they just scored one more, you know, a touchdown more than we did. If you tell us Matt Ryan throws for what he threw for three or four touchdowns today, we had thirty plus points, no turnovers. I don't think he threw a pick, and we lose. He, he threw for three touchdowns, four hundred nineteen yards, and we lose. To quote, to quote Luther Vandross, "It's over now. It's over. You can hang it up. If you're not at a ten, it's done. The fact is not winning nothing. At this point, I don't even think they made the playoffs." Pahit. I don't even know where to begin with that. But everything my brother just said, man, they they, they absolutely right. I, I don't, mm. To me, 
I'm at a 10 because I know we can't stop nobody these last two weeks just proving that. And anybody that's looking at the games, you can't say you feel confident that we're going to make the playoffs, that we're going to be okay. No, we're not. No, we're not. If we can't do nothing with with, what we got going on, and then you got the coaching staff making these decisions about the personnel, uh, we're not making any changes on defense. Because I feel like uh, offensive-wise, Sarkeesian is kind of coming into his own with Matt Ryan. They're kind of figuring this thing out. You know what I'm saying? Sarkeesian don't got a couple of drinks in the middle. He don't got to straighten it out. Defense-wise, I don't know what the defensive coordinator, defense coach, I don't know what he's looking at. I don't know what he's saying is okay. I don't know why they ain't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. It, it, it's messed up, bro. Like, I, I can't bet with them. I, I, I'm looking at this tonight. If we go 8-8, eight and eight, I think we're doing good. Baby. Just, just to close out with everybody was saying, uh, I, I agree the chips are down, but I also agree that it's week four. I also agree that I also say that we have we have time to make changes. Like we have time for error. I feel like the fact that we can walk into any stadium and pull up thirty five gives whatever team we play other than that a problem that they have to match that number. So I I, I feel like. I still feel we can make the playoffs just because I feel like we'll dominate Tampa Bay. I feel like we can we can easily win that next New Orleans game because we was in the fight with a shitty team against them last week. And Carolina, they, they're our last game of the season, so if we ain't made no moves by then, we deserve not to go to the playoffs. So just, just, to, just to say that, I feel like the whole still alive because when you got a dominant offense, it's just a matter of time. It's just about the time. All right, this is Medizadarren.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.